Good morning. That's off center. There we go. Welcome. We're glad you're here this morning. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Kind of a little rainy, but that's all right. Uh, I'm glad you're here this morning. How many of you came to see our kids this morning? All right. All right. Well, they're excited. They're backstage. They're just ready to go and can't wait to get out here. And then, then they can't wait to be done because they're nervous as well. So, but... But we're going to have a good time this morning. If you're a visitor this morning, we're glad to have you, whether you're here for the kids or you just come by and visit today. Uh, today's a good day. We're going to hear a story uh, this morning that you probably have all seen at least 100 times. Uh, this is a really old story that, that, that we're doing this morning. It's a Charlie Brown Christmas. How many of you actually, let me say this, how many of you have not seen the Charlie Brown Christmas, the cartoon? One? We got, oh, we got a couple over there. Well, today's a special treat for you. <laughs> After this, you may not want to watch it, but no, it's going to be good. Our kids have been practicing. They're rehearsing. They've learned their lines. They've prepared, and, and, and they're ready, and so we're ready as well. And so we're going to do a couple worship songs, or actually a couple Christmas songs this morning and, uh, in, in preparation, and then uh, we'll get to the play in just a moment. And it's exciting because uh, we, we've changed it a little bit. And you'll see some characters that you think, that doesn't look like little kids. And, but it's the adult characters from Charlie Brown. And they're remembering what happened to Christmas a long time ago. It's about, uh, well, it's almost 60 years ago. Some of you are thinking, I remember that, and I was an old person then. Or I was at least an adult. That's a long time ago. Listen, I don't remember it when it came out, but I seen it when I was a kid. But it was, it was an old show then, but anyway. But they're remembering back, and so uh, it's, it's a good play, and, and you'll enjoy it. Um, there was something else I was going to say, and I forget. But, oh, yeah, yeah, um, Heart to Heart and uh, Men's Ministry uh, Party is coming up. Uh, grab a bulletin if you didn't. There's, I know they gave you a program for the play, but there's, there's bulletins out there that have information. Uh, the party is the 16th at 6. And, um, yeah, there it is. Uh, there's a sign-up sheet back there if you're going and you're bringing. Maybe you should make this now. Yeah, sure. Okay, the Heart to Heart and Men's Ministry, all, basically all of our uh, things are having a Christmas party at Dil, uh, Dan and Jill John's. Um, you bring an item for about $20. Um, we play Dirty Santa, whatever y'all call it. And um, it's a great time, but you need to bring like a side dish or something or dessert or whatever. We're going to have a sign-up sheet back there at the desk. And we need to know how many people are going to be there because she's going to cook the meat and everything. So Brisket, right? Brisket, yes. Brisket. There's a reason to go More right specific. there. More specific. Brisket. And uh, if you need, I think the address is out there if you need to know how to get there. And so we'll have a good time doing that. We always do every year. And so come out for that. Even if even if you've never been to Heart to Heart or Men's Ministries or even Prime Timers, they, uh, come and join us. It's a great time of fellowship and a great time together. So, um, But be sure and get a bulletin. Keep up with all the stuff that's going on here at Lone Grove Assembly. And why don't we stand this morning? We'll open with a word of prayer, and we're going to sing a couple songs and then let the kids get up here and do their, their thing. I know that's what you're here for, but we're going to worship the Lord together this morning. Father, we love you this morning. 
Lord, we just thank you for this season that we're in, Lord, the time that we know that is about Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to come into your house, Lord, and, to, and for our kids to put on a play, uh, a play and a presentation about Jesus this morning. And Lord, I pray that each one that's here would be blessed by this, God. And I pray for the kids right now that you'd give them a boldness and strengthen them as they're, as they're remembering their lines, as they're speaking out loudly and boldly, Lord. We pray that you would just be with them right now, Lord. We love you this morning. We praise you and we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen.
before the uh, youth get started, I thought we'd give you a little update on uh, what's going on with the uh, pastor search. I think probably most of you know uh, what happened last week, but uh, I thought we'd tell you a little bit more about it. Uh, several weeks ago, we had narrowed our search down to two people, uh, David Meyer and our youth pastor, Jason Lamb. And it was a hard decision to make, but we uh, selected David Meyer. And most of you know that he has preached uh, the last two Sundays. And he, uh, we were going to have the election last Sunday night. He mentioned that uh, after the election, he wanted to go home. He and his wife wanted to pray about it overnight, and they would give us the decision on Monday morning. And uh, after the election, that's what uh, he did. He did go home. And uh, wanted to mention about uh, one of the things that he said in his sermon last Sunday night. For those of you that might not have been here, uh, one little portion of his sermon, he mentioned about a uh, Christian convention that he and his wife had been to many years ago. He said there were several thousand people at the uh, convention, but uh, there was a young man right in front of him that started having some convulsions. Uh, he was shaking all over uncontrollably. And the Lord told David to... Uh, lay hands on him and pray for him. He didn't feel comfortable doing that, so he didn't do it. He said, uh, apparently the Lord told somebody else to do it. So another man came up, he laid hands on him and prayed for him, and the, uh, the shaking, the convulsion stopped. And uh, of course, um, David was, uh, he was a little uh, upset that he did not follow what the Lord had said, and he said that from then on, he was going to do what the Lord told him to do regardless. So Monday morning, uh, David texted us, and he told us that uh, they loved the people here, they loved the church, but uh, in his text, he said that after time and prayer, we were feeling that God is saying this is not where he wants us. So he listened to what the Lord said, and he turned down the, uh, the uh, offer of the church. So we knew we had to meet immediately and uh, select another candidate for pastor. And personally, I was, it was hard for us to meet again. And, uh, I told my wife, I figured it was going to take a long time that night for the meeting to uh, pick another pastor. But uh, we arrived at the meeting, and I had a peace when we started the meeting that I have never had before at our meetings. We quickly selected Chasen as our pastor. We called him. He accepted so mission accomplished right quick. Uh, it didn't take very long. The meeting didn't take anywhere near as long as I thought it would. I was home in less than an hour after we started. So, uh, Chasen is going to be preaching tonight. 
next Sunday morning, next Sunday night. Tonight, after service, he will have a question and answer. Most of you know Jason. He's been our pastor. He's been our youth pastor here for about four years. And uh, if you do have any questions for him, what he might be uh, planning to do as far as our senior pastor goes, uh, come tonight. Ask him questions after service. Uh, again, we'll have. Uh, he'll be preaching again next Sunday morning, Sunday night, and we'll have the. Uh, election after church Sunday night. So pass the word around this afternoon. If anybody has any questions for him tonight, be sure and be here. And we definitely want all the members to come next Sunday night for the election. It's an important election. Uh, we definitely want uh, as many members as we can get here, uh, not just a few people that decide the fate of our church for the next several years. Um, one more uh, announcement as far as Christmas service. Most of you know that Christmas is on Sunday this year. Two weeks from today, we will not be having uh, Sunday school that morning. We will not be having services that night, but we will have regular Sunday morning service at 10 o'clock. Okay, if the uh, ushers will come, we will uh, take up the offering now.
Molly, why don't you help your Nana set the table? Grandpa, I can't find a spot for this gumball. It has to be perfect. Well, let's see. What about right there on the roof? No, that's not the spot. Okay. Well, maybe over there by the door. No, then it'll just fall off. Okay. Well, uh, how about right there? Grandpa, I just know when I find the perfect spot, it's like the magic of Christmas will light up the entire table. You know, I seem to remember something like that happened to me when I was about your age. You mean the story? The one you tell every year? Yes, but I, I thought we'd wait till everyone else shows up. Grandpa, please, they've heard it a million times. Well, I guess you're right. Well, what are you going to do with that gumball? I'll find a spot for it, just not yet. Okay, hold on to it and listen up. It starts with you and Uncle Linus, right? Always. supposed to feel. I just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents, sending Christmas cards, and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy is right. Out of all the Charlie Browns, you're the Charlie Browniest. you sent me, Violet. I didn't send you a Christmas card, Charlie Brown. Don't you know sarcasm when you hear it? Big Pen, you're the only person I know who can raise a cloud of dust in a snowstorm. Try to catch snowflakes on your tongue. It's fun. Mmm, need sugar. It's too early. I never eat December snowflakes. I always wait until January. They sure look right to me. You'd think that you're so smart in that blanket. What are you going to do with it when you grow up? Maybe I'll turn it into a sport coat. Take a seat.
think you have a customer. How may I help you? Wait a minute. Before I begin, you must pay in advance. Five cents, please. Boy, what a sound. How I love to hear that old money clink. The beautiful sound of cold hard cash. The beautiful sound of nickels, nickels, nickels. The beautiful sound of clinking nickels. All right, now, what seems to be your trouble? Well, as they say on TV, the mere fact that you realize you need help indicates that you're not too far gone. I think we had better pinpoint your fears. If we can find out what you're afraid of, we can label it. Are you afraid of responsibility? If you are, you have hygienophobia. Are you afraid of cats? If you're afraid of cats, you have allerophasia. Well, sort of. I'm not sure. Are you afraid of staircases? If you are, you have climacophobia. Or maybe you have pentophobia. Do you think you have pentophobia? What's pentophobia? The fear of everything. Involvement. You need to get involved in a real Christmas project. How would you like to be the director of our Christmas play? Me? You want me to be the director of the Christmas play? Well, sure, Charlie Brown. We need a director. You need involvement. We've got a shepherd, musicians, animals, everyone you need. We've even got a Christmas queen. I don't know anything about directing a Christmas play. It's okay. I'll be there to help you. I'll meet you at the auditorium. Incidentally, I know how you feel about this Christmas business, getting depressed and all that. It happens to me every year. Every year, I don't seem to get what I really want. I always get stupid toys or bikes or clothes or something like that. What is it you really want? Real estate. <laughs> She's the best psychologist in Arlington County. You started without me? Lucy! the true meaning of Christmas when money, 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 spectacular, super colossal, neighborhood lights in display contest, lights in display contest, oh no, <laughs> my own dog gone commercial, I can't stand it, ah! <laughs> Brother, will you please write a letter to Santa Claus for me? I don't have much time. I'm supposed to go to the school auditorium and direct a Christmas play. You write, I'll tell you what I want to say. Okay. Shoot. Dear Santa, I've been extra good. Uh, dear Santa, how have you been? I've, did you have a nice summer? I, 
How is your wife? I've been extradited here. That's why I have a long list of presents that I want. Oh, brother. Please note the size and color of each item and send as much as possible. If it seems too complicated, make it easy on yourself. Just send money. How about tens, twenties? Tens and twenties? Ah! Oh, even my baby sister! All I want is what's coming to me. All I want is my fair share. We're going to pause right there for just a second because we want you guys to hear this. And for some reason, everything is not working right. So we're going to try make a change, but we're going to have to unplug it for a second and plug it back in. So give us just a second. This is how it works. It works perfect in rehearsal. And then come in here and everything's popping and cracking. I said it only messes up when you really want it to work. Okay. Try, try your mic. Okay. Jaden, try yours. Okay, Nathan, try yours. Hello, hello. Okay, Brody, try yours. Hello, hello. All right, that's perfect. Try it again, Brody. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? How about now? How about now? Yeah, I think that's great. Okay. We'll just continue. You know, she still returns all the presents I buy for her. everybody. Our director will be here any minute and then we'll start rehearsal. Director? What director? Charlie Brown. Oh no, we're doomed. This is going to be the worst Christmas play ever. Attention everybody, here he comes. Here's our director. Man's best friend. <laughs> well, it's all real, well, it's real good seeing you all here today. As you know, we're going to put on a Christmas play. Due to the shortage of time, we'll get right down to work. One of the first things to ensure a good performance is strict attention to the director. I'll keep my direction simple. If I point to the right, it means pay attention, stage right. If I make a splash motion across my throat, it means cut this short. If I make a revolving motion with my hand, it means pick up the tempo. If I spread my hands apart, it means slow down. It's the spirit of the actors that count, the interest that they show in their director. Am I right? 
I said, am I right? Stop the music! Lucy, get those costumes and scripts and pass them out. Now the script girl will be handing out your parts. You're the innkeeper's wife. Do innkeeper's wives have naturally curly hair? <laughs> yeah. Pigpen, you're the innkeeper. In spite of my outward appearance, I shall try to run a neat in. <laughs> Shermie, you're a shepherd. Every Christmas is the same. I always end up playing a shepherd. Snoopy, you'll have to be all the animals in our Christmas play. Can you be a sheep? No. Nah. How about a cow? No. How about a penguin? Yes, she's even good at being a penguin. No, no, no. Listen, all of you. You've got to take direction. You've got to have discipline. You've got to have respect for your director. I ought to slug you. <laughs> all right, all right, script girl. Continue with the scripts. Linus, get rid of that stupid blanket. And here, memorize these lines. I can't memorize these lines. This is ridiculous. Memorize them and be ready to recite them when you're a cute card. I can't memorize something like this so quickly. Why should I be put through such agony? Give me one good reason why. I'll give you five good reasons. One, two, three, four, and five. Man, those are good reasons. Not only is Christmas getting too commercial, it's getting too dangerous. And get rid of that stupid blanket. What is a Christmas shepherd going to look like holding a stupid blanket like this? Well, this is one Christmas shepherd who's going to keep his trusty blanket with him. See, you want to hit an innocent <laughs> Okay, Mr. Director, the cast is set. Take over. All right, let's have it quiet now. Places, everybody. Shorter, set the mood for the first scene. Don't you, Charlie Brown? You didn't answer me right away. You had to think about it first, didn't you? If you really thought I was beautiful, you would have spoken right up. I know and I've been insulted. I know and I've been insulted.
Charlie Brown, isn't it great? That does it! <laughs> Look, if we're ever gonna get this play off the ground, we've got to have some cooperation. What's the matter, Charlie Brown? Isn't it great? It's all wrong. Look, let's face it. We all know Christmas is just a big commercial racket. Well, this is one commercial. Well, this is one play that's not gonna be a commercial. Look, Charlie Brown, what do you want? The proper mood. We need a Christmas tree. Hey, perhaps a tree. A great big shiny aluminum Christmas tree. You get the tree and I'll handle this crowd. Get the biggest aluminum tree you can find. Maybe painted pink. Yeah, do something right for a change, Charlie Brown. I still can't believe how mean we were to you. Well, if you would just... What, can't anyone take a little honesty? He was such a blockhead. You've come a long way, Charlie Brown. So have you, Lucy. Christmas trees? It's a little green one here, Santa. I don't know, Charlie Brown. Remember what Lucy said? It doesn't quite fit the mom spirit. I don't care. We'll decorate it and it'll be just right for a play. Besides, I think it needs me. <laughs> I still remember how beautiful that tree was. <laughs> from a poor tree? I told you he'd goof it up. He's not the type you can depend on to do anything right. You're helpless, Charlie Brown. Completely helpless. Rats. You really did it this time. What a treat. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. 
prueben. Charlie Brown missed a blockhead, but he did get a nice treat. What's going on here? Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown! That's right. He was born in a stable that night and placed in a manger, but he ended up dying for the whole world. Even though we don't deserve it. That's right, Marlon. We'll get back to them in just a minute. Can you hear me? Sorry you couldn't hear the kids. I, I hate it. it. It drives me crazy when that happens. We came last night, rehearsed. Every, they sounded fine. I hate it for the kids because they work so hard, and then you couldn't really hear them that great. And so I, I do apologize for that. Um, we need a much upgrade on our little headset mics that we have for those, but we'll worry about that later. But I wanted to share just for a moment... Um, I looked up the Charlie Brown Christmas play, and, and I, I put down some notes so I wouldn't get it wrong. But in 1965, when Charles Schultz was approached about doing a Christmas special with his Peanuts characters, he wanted to do it about the true meaning of Christmas. And uh, he said, if we don't do it about the true meaning of Christmas, he said, why bother doing it at all? And I thought that was a great thing, that, that he wanted to not only do a Christmas special, but to do it about the true meaning. And when he was asked about using the biblical text that Linus used that come out of Luke, he says, if we don't do it, who will? Yeah. This is in 1965 that Charles Schultz took this stand. That's a powerful testimony. He could have written about anything. The popularity of the Peanuts gang, he could have done a special about any kind of uh, silliness. There's, there's several Charlie Brown specials and Charlie Brown shows, and, and the cartoon is still in newspapers today. And, and he could have done anything, and it would have been guaranteed to be a hit because of the popularity. But Schultz believed in the story of Christmas, and he wanted to make sure that it was told in the true meaning of Christmas. Well, let's fast forward to present day today. As we watch them talk about commercialism and Charlie Brown get frustrated and upset because everything was commercialized, I tried to find a pink aluminum Christmas tree. And some of you may remember those. I, I remember some similar like that. They used to be... I didn't ever see a pink one, but I saw some metal trees, but, but we, we couldn't find those. But um, it, it was interesting. But the commercialism of Christmas is everywhere still today. Matter of fact, I feel like it's even worse. I feel like if Charlie Brown was walking around today, that little hair on his head, that, that little curly head would be straightened out. He'd be so mad and frustrated. He'd probably be standing on end. Christmas 
is everywhere. The commercialism, it begins about mid-October. Now, be honest, how many of you put your Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving? Some of you would like to, but didn't get to. We have some friends, they had their, their, their house lit up before Thanksgiving, and I said, well, anyway. Listen, Black Friday, remember when Black Friday happened on Friday, and that was it? Now it seems like the start of the first of November, man, all the sales, and they're going to start calling it Black November. And then just Black Fall, I guess, because where will it go from there? But you can get, they start the Christmas sales just as soon as they can. If you go to one of the big stores, Walmart or, or, or Target or something, you'll see Christmas decorations up after the 4th of July decorations sometimes. And, and it's, it's really grown even more than what I think Charles Schultz would have ever believed it to grown to. Um, Christmas is also the most stressful season. How many of you are stressed about getting all the gifts, about getting all of the, uh, maybe this is, maybe it's family Maybe getting all the family together at Christmas, that's stressful. Could be stressful trying to make all the arrangements, but it also could be stressful knowing they're all going to be in the same place at the same time with each other. And so Christmas has turned into something that it's almost like it's lost its true meaning. The true meaning that, that Charlie Brown wanted to portray, the true meaning that Charles Schultz wanted to share with us and to show to us. And so that's why we presented this today, but I want to share with you what I believe is the true meaning of Christmas, and I believe it all begins in John chapter 3, verse 16. And you may say, that's not a Christmas, that's not Christmas verse. But in John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, for God so loved the world. I believe Christmas started right there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the true meaning of Christmas right there. God loved us, he loved you so much that he gave his only son. How many of you have an only child? How many of you have an only son? Maybe an only daughter. I, have, I only have one son. I got plenty of daughters I would, I would gladly give one or two of them. But I only have one son and I don't think I could part from him because then it would just be me and the girls. But God gave his only son because he loved us so much. Christmas is the season of love. It's not the season of giving gifts or receiving gifts or, or, or having ham or whatever your meal that you're having. It's not the season to get stressed out about everything. Christmas is all about God loved us so much. He gave his son so that we could live with him forever in all eternity so that we could have life because without Jesus, there is no life. The Bible says he's the, the truth, the life, and the way. It says there's no way to get to the Father except through Jesus. And it was because of God's love that he gave us Jesus in the first place. That's the true meaning of Christmas. And as we celebrate this time of year, I pray that we take that to heart. That we don't allow the commercialism to take over. And that pathetic little Charlie Brown tree... We, may have, we have beautiful trees in our, our lobby. We have beautiful trees in our homes, beautiful decorations. But, man, that little special tree, there's something special about it because Charlie Brown didn't care if it was beautiful or not. He said, that tree, I feel it needs me. It needs the love, and I believe he was sharing God's love. I think that's the reason that we celebrate Christmas is to share God's love with each other. Just the same as he shared his son, his love with us, we're to share God's love. And so I, I challenge you this Christmas. I know we're a couple weeks away. Why not share the love of God, the love of Jesus with somebody that you know? Because here's the simple truth about it. As Charles Schultz says, 
He says, if we don't do it, who will? If we who believe in Jesus, who have received the gift of God's love and the gift of salvation, if we don't share that with others, who will? And so this morning, I want to share that with you. Maybe you're here and you've been here before. Maybe you've never been here before. Maybe you know Jesus is your Savior, and I hope you do, and I encourage you to share with others. But maybe you're here this morning and you'd say, I don't really know Jesus as my... I, I know that he came, and I know Christmas, we celebrate that. But maybe you're here this morning and you'd say, I've never really accepted that gift of God's love that he gave to me. And if you're here this morning, I encourage you, accept Jesus as your Savior. Can I pray with you guys real quick? If you would bow your heads with me, Lord, we love you this morning. I thank you for the gift of God's love, the true meaning of Christmas. I thank you that Jesus came and he died on a cross. He gave his life for us so that we could have life eternally, so that we don't have to fear, no doubt, and we can be healed, we can be saved, we can be delivered, we can be set free because of Jesus, because of the gift of God's love to us. And we thank you for that. The Bible says, no greater love hath any man given to give his life for his friends. And that's what Jesus did because he loved us. And I pray this morning if there's anyone here that doesn't know Jesus as your Savior, that they would come to know him today. And my question to you, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're here this morning and you'd say, I, I don't know Jesus as my Savior, I've not received that gift, if you just slip your hand up and write back down, I just want to pray for you. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you down front. I just want to pray for you. If you're here this morning, amen. Amen. Maybe you didn't raise your hand, but you need that. So I'm going to say another prayer real quick, and then we're going to get to let the kids finish out here this morning. Lord, if there's anyone here, Lord, you see their heart. Lord, let their desire be to come to know you, to receive that gift that you have given us this Christmas season. The Son of God came to live and to die for us so that we can be saved, so we can have life eternally. Lord, we thank you for that. And Lord, I pray, Lord, anyone that needs to know you, that they would come to know you, God. We love you this morning. We thank you for all that you're doing. We thank you for these wonderful kids. And Lord, we just give you praise for everything that you do in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going we're gonna to close out this morning. Um, Schroeder's here. He's going to play the piano for us. And we're going to sing Joy to the World. We welcome you to join in with us. We're going to put the words on the screen. If the kids want to come back out now. Whenever you're ready, Schroeder.
let's give him another hand. All right. They did a great job. Don't forget, 6 o'clock tonight, service, and uh, uh, come out and be a part with us. Even if you're not a, a member or your visitor this morning, we invite you to come back tonight and be a part of our service tonight. Uh, God bless you. Have a great day. Be sure and take some pictures of them and, and tell them how good a job they did.